Welcome to Jade Baldwin's Love, Light, and Healing podcast, where Jade and her friends explore faith-based personal development topics to help you develop greater joy and peace when you experience more love, light, and healing in your life. Here's your host, Jade Baldwin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Our beautiful panel is here, the beautiful Earth Angels, Debbie Westcott, Ashley Curti, and Cheryl Harris. And we are so excited to share with you this topic. So say hello, everyone. Hey. (laughs) Awesome. Um, So our topic today is called Agency and Ownership of Your Power. Um, Guys, this is one of the most important fundamental topics And as one unit and one heart, we feel strongly about sharing this with you. So I hope that you listen all the way through and go ahead and share this with your friends. Um, And through this work that we do, we can heal the world and um, bring more peace to everybody's hearts. So guys, um, let's just help people understand, you know, if they've done already, know what the the word agency is because sometimes you know it's just um a random word that we throw out and people need a a little bit of an explanation so what is agency for me i think power to choose that's what i feel like it is is your is literally your power to choose to create to to live honestly yeah so your own power um, so that's my definition, the power to make choices and to create, power of choice and creation. Yep. Yeah. So there's two parts of it. Yeah. Yep. Anyone yeah, else? I think, yeah, I was just going to say, I think there's, we have uh, a couple different opportunities in our power of choice. And when you asked that question, I immediately thought of Viktor Frankl mm-hmm. and his his concept of between stimulus and response, there is a space and in that space is our opportunity to choose. So we have two opportunities to choose and that's proactively an idea, something that we do um, proactively by choice without uh, an outside stimulus and then an opportunity to respond um wisely with our agency when we take you know that space between the stimulus and the response when we take the opportunity in that moment or seconds or however long you choose to make it be um that is where our power lies Mm -hmm. that's so good because if people believe that i don't have a choice i have to this and i have to that um that's that's not true Okay, guys, that's so not true because even if it's like Debbie said, a millisecond between that stimulus, whatever it is, the trigger, okay, and the response, we have power. So when people say, I have PTSD or whatever, here's all these triggers, and then here's my response, the truth is you have power in between, even if it's a millisecond to make choices of being proactive or passive, you can be acting or being acted upon. So there's your choice as if you can just adopt that for a minute and just go with this with us, you'll see that you can have more power. Okay. Um, You know, when people have this victim mentality, 
it it doesn't it doesn't do them any good okay so just choose that victor mentality for a minute and and you'll see where we're going with this do you have anything to say there? i was just going to say i think one of the most brilliant parts of that concept that victor frankel presented was that that space in between mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be milliseconds like i can just like hit pause yeah and be like hold on I need a little bit of time to think about this mm -hmm. and whether it's five minutes or 24 hours mm -hmm. that that feels powerful to me that I get to choose yeah how much time I take to respond you know appropriately wisely whatever after I've given it some consideration so to me that felt feels really powerful I think I used to believe like you have to respond right away. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to me, that tells me that I'm not listening to solve something or listening to find a solution. I'm listening to defend if I'm like immediate, immediate, immediate response, more like a reaction, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. Exactly. So that's, that's beautiful truth, you guys. So before we go into how we own our power, which is that power to choose the agency, we're our own our agents. Um, let's, let's just delve into power a little bit, okay? Um, because it, it's, it needs to be clarified. So um, sometimes I've met women who don't like that word power. You know, I, I had some people say, okay, can you say this? I am powerful, I am whatever, and they didn't like it. And what I discovered is these women need to be unempowered to have attention, right? To have love. And, and like, if we have power, then you're power hungry, isn't that bad, right? So, you know, let's clarify what power is, okay? Where, what do you, do you guys wanna say anything, add anything to that? I feel like that, I feel like that I didn't realize, I felt like, literally, I felt like for a large part of my life that I had no voice and that I was powerless in my life, that like things just happened to me. Like I just happened to be born to these parents because whatever, I just happened to um, like get into this car accident or I just happened to whatever but really um, it's because I didn't see my power as a creator. And mm -hmm. when I say, when I say my power as a creator, as in where am I putting the energy of, of my spirit in my life? Like, how am I directing my life? Like I, if you are a boat, like how are you turning your sails? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's, I didn't realize that I was, and I might say like when Debbie was talking about like, um, you know, being forced or something like that, I would have said like, oh, well, you know, even my kids will say this, like, I'll, I'll say to my son, like, okay, these, these are the rules of my house. And he'll be like, okay, well, are you saying, so then you're going to kick me out? And I'm like, absolutely not. I would never kick you out, but these are the rules of my house. And if you choose, if you choose to live here, then you choose these rules. And if you choose not, then that's fine. You are always welcome to be here. I love you. I want you here, but this is the rule of this home. And so whenever we choose something, sometimes we choose the, the rules of that thing. Like 
if you choose to get a, like a dog, do you choose to feed it or it will die? You know what I mean? And so like, mm-hmm. that's still power to choose and you've still, and you've, you choose your life. And so you choose your, um, the things that happen along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, um, we need to clarify when we talk about power is who are you really? right? You are a divine being. You are a child of God. So when you remember who you are, you know that there is some intelligence and power within, okay, or consciousness, if you wanted to put it that way. Um, But we have power, okay? And, you know, we, like uh, Ashley said, we don't have to choose to be the damsel. You know, we can um, choose to see things the way we want to see it and not things happen to me, things happen for me. We have the power to master elements and command elements within us and outside of us, right, to, you know, create our reality. So, you know, knowing who we are in relation to God, right, we can see that, you know, we have this great potential and that that is the power within us, okay? Anyone want to add more to that? Yep. Debbie? Yeah, I was just thinking, it reminded me of a scripture that talks about like being anxious, anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many good things of their own free will. Mm-hmm. So it's a conscious choice. That's mm-hmm. where the power is, yeah. is making yeah. a conscious choice to do something. When we're compelled, it's almost like we feel either drawn or pushed to do something. Um, and, and I think the free will, making a conscious choice to use our free will feels very powerful. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So I love that, um, you know, consciously, intentionally making decisions. Um, yeah. So, you know, Debbie just had a, a class online about, you know, declaring, and it's like, making that choice and declaring and it's a form of, of a commitment to yourself right that this is what I want to create I declare this out into the universe you know we have energy field right we're not just this thing contained in this body our energy uh, it can like be outside of us very big energy and we can extend that power out to cover the earth as well if we want to right so we do have that power to kind of like reach out um but first of all, you just kind of have to choose to do that, right? Um, and that's why I feel like, you know, a lot of us, um, when we belong to a church, for example, we make something called covenants or promises, right? And that's uh, and like a, a way for us to commit to what we want to be and what we want to become um, and then just remain loyal to that. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. Um, really helps us become empowered. So anyways, that's that's power, guys. So I hope that makes sense. Agency, you know, the power to choose and create, but then it, it's connected to power because the power is because you're a divine being that you have power, right? It's not like, oh, she's lucky, she's great. I don't have any. No, everyone has power. So we just wanted to establish that first. All right. So what happens when people don't know that they have this power and then don't own their agency and just, you know, 
they've passed away, what happens? What, what does it look like, you guys? To me, it looks like a, what I would call a whatevsies life. You know what I mean? Like, like you just kind of get whatevsies. Like, you know, like you get this car because it was convenient and you married this guy because he asked and, and you didn't decide ahead of time what you wanted. And, and then like you get this job just because they were hiring. You know I mean, it's, it, it's like, it's like, you know, well, as opposed to like, well, I, I want these characteristics in a spouse. I want, and I want to be married by this age and I want this kind of life. And I want, you know what I mean? Just like, like you said, with, with the energy field, like if you don't know what you want, then you'll get whatevsies. But if you do know what you want, then you know what you're looking for. Kind of like, so this is kind of a funny example, but like sometimes my daughter will be like, oh, can you help me find my earrings? And we'll be looking for her earrings and I'll, I'll realize I don't even know what her earrings look like. You know what I mean? And, but then like, but then like, she'll be like, oh, well they're, you know, like gold hearts or something. But so if you know that you're looking for gold hearts, you're going to find some gold hearts. But if you don't even know what you're looking for, then you know what I mean? Like you're going to get a bunch of stuff you don't. Yeah. And that what is these or default, it's not usually good. Yeah. Yeah. It's what is these. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of low quality. Defaults are are quite a haphazard, right? Like literally. Yeah. Haphazard. Create, that's the word you know, that's the word Deb. getting your results no it's the same I mean it's a similar mm-hmm. concept it's like yeah we wonder why like funky crazy stuff is happening yeah drama. around us right and drama and it's because we haven't chosen to be the master of our ship right like the master of our of our lives and choose to um, steer talks about that right being the master in our, in our lives and um, making choices to direct it. And it doesn't mean everything is going to work out absolutely perfectly. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have detours and lessons and, you know, wrong turns along the way, but it feels more powerful when we are intentionally making choices about who we want to be, you know, what what kind of work we want to do and just all of those things feel really you know it's like a kid when the when the idea is the kid's idea they're more invested in it right yeah yeah I mean I think that's true for any human being but when we let the idea be you know be the kid's idea like mm-hmm. like they made the choice Mm-hmm. they're just so much more invested in it yeah so. yeah Cheryl um I was just sitting here thinking about um another kind of uh aspect to what what happens when we don't own our power mm-hmm. and that's uh we miss out on so much oh yeah we miss out on um our privileges in life and there's actually a story that just, it, it keeps coming to my mind um, um, by um, Dieter F. Uchtdorf. I mean, it, it's a fictional story, but um, it just, for me, it really kind of resonated with me on um, how I can be, um, you know, have ownership in my life and, 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 
you know, be able to enjoy the abundance of life. And so it's about this man who he saves up all his life for um, to go on this cruise, you know, and he's just so excited to be able to, you know, go and explore these exotic places and um, enjoy, you know, this cruise. Um, and so he gets on the cruise ship and, and he's so worried about money that um, he actually packs spending money. So he packs up, you know, cans of beans and crackers and, um, and like powdered lemonade and stuff. And he basically sits in his cabin and, you know, he's so worried about spending money that he doesn't go and do these land excursions and he doesn't go and eat at these amazing buffets or enjoy the entertainment that's on the ship. And he actually is jealous or envious of all these people that are doing these things. Um, and it isn't until the end of his cruise that, he he's asked by um one of the crew workers you know well, which one of the uh, farewell you know uh parties you're going to go to and he's like at, it was at that point he realized that everything was mostly on, everything on the cruise ship was free oh. to him but because he limited himself he limited his you know whatever uh he didn't he wasn't able to enjoy those things and i feel like that we do that in life too, when we um, don't take the opportunities to learn about what our privileges are in life and, you know, what, what the potential is. And so that kind of um, limits our power, mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, we're not, we're not owning, going out there and seeking what it is that we can be blessed with in abundance, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think about that story often when I'm thinking, okay, what am I missing out on? You know, I just, uh, you know. No, for sure. That's so good. I love that story. I'm so glad <laughs> that you mentioned that. My, <laughs> my parents, you know, they, they lived in, um, like in hopes and limitations, a little bit of hope, but then some mostly limitations. And, you know, the last few years, you know, since I learned all these things and since they, you know, uh, were able to adopt more, um, you know, meditation and all of the, the lifestyle that um, that we should. Anyways, they live in, in a higher vibration now. My mom healed herself of cancer because she's like living in a higher vibration. So they've, they've gone to several cruises and they're going to one again this year um, with the rest of the family. And, you know, my dad was teasing my mom and he's like, don't just eat beans. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know I, I showed them that video and I'm like referencing, he was referencing that. And my mom was like, yeah, of course, I'm going to, you know, and I'm like, Good Pina coladas. Yeah. But it's like, it's huge. It's huge change for people who felt like they were stuck in limitation and now they, you know, release themselves. And it was just an, a choice, an intentional choice. It wasn't like huge effort. It was an intentional choice. And, and then things yeah. fall into place and you attract it. And I think yeah. that's the message that we want to share with you guys today, that it's not this huge, big effort and it's just struggle to, to be there, to own your agency and have your power. It's actually a lot simpler than you realize. So no more haphazardly creating because we're creators anyways, right? Yeah. So, yeah go ahead. Can I share one more, one more thing about not choosing your power is we end up blaming. Yep. We blame yeah. people because we think how stuff is happening to us instead uh -huh. of for us. And, you know, we make people, you know, if they're the hero in our life, they can also become the villain. Yeah. And so we need to be really careful of that, of 
recognizing who we're blaming. And it can even go so far as to blame God. And, you know, he is a loving, wise, intelligent God, but he has created this power of agency. And isn't that what, like all of us just really in our core, we just want freedom, right? Like we want to be free to choose. We want to have ownership of the things that we're doing. And that's when we don't feel that, that we do, that we feel powerless. Mm -hmm. And then we feel like it's other people's fault that things are happening. And when it's other people's fault, um, it is very difficult to find peace, joy, happiness, or solutions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That blame that does actually render you powerless because then you need somebody. If you if you can if you blame them, then you actually give them your power. Yeah, and yeah, so, like you're in charge. Like yes. I'm going to make you in charge of my happiness. And yeah, like, I need your permission. For you. Yeah, yeah, that's because it's like then you need permission as opposed to just being right. free, which you already are. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Yeah. So clues. I'm glad Debbie mentioned that because the clues that you are not empowered because sometimes people you know they um you know i guess convince themselves that they're powerful uh, when they're not and that's really hard when you can't see it okay when you can't see yourself right Mm -hmm. so here are the clues to help us self-reflect so if you're blaming or complaining okay and you say i can't a lot the first response to anything is i can't because and then your subconscious finds reasons excuses Um, and then the waiting for when it's like well, when this happens and then I can, right? That's another sign. Well, feeling hurt and offended. Well, so-and-so hurt me and so-and-so offended me, right? Um, that's very, very common, okay? All of us have gone through that. It's like, we're, we're not perfect here, but we recognize that. And then we've decided and made a conscious choice not to do that again, because that's like a sign that we're holding other people responsible for our happiness or responsible for loving us because we haven't loved ourselves. We haven't chosen. And so when they... You know, when we pull it on, them, pull from them, it's never going to be enough. So that's that's some clues there for you guys. If you just feel stuck, you can't breathe, or you have health problems just over and over again, your body, your physical body, will give you clues where you are limiting yourself. Okay, in like in the lungs, for example, the, we have asthma and stuff or allergies. Your body's saying, "Hey, I'm not letting myself breathe." in life deeply and fully right and if we have relationship problems that should be a clue that should be a clue you know i was uh, talking to debbie a few days ago and i was like debbie we've been friends for over a decade you know 12 years and we've never fought and we don't have to fight right and so it's it's not a thing that you expect from a relationship right it's just you know, we, we choose to own our power. So there's never going to be this, this fight that we'll ever have. If we need to clarify some things, we will, because we both own our agency, right? So guys, good, good signs, good clues for people. Any other things that I've missed? Relationship problems. Oh, money problems. Blaming, yeah. complaining, can'ts. Okay, and not finding solutions. <laughs> So something that I tell some of my family members is I'm, whenever they complain, I'm like, if you complain, that's a choice to be unhappy. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't realize it, but it's a choice. Whenever you're complaining about anything, it's a choice to be unhappy. Yeah. And, and, and that's like, we talk about being creators that so you're choosing to be unhappy. And so it's just, just different so stuff. That, maybe we should clarify, like there's venting and complaining. Sometimes we just have stuff in us that we yeah. need to get out. Yeah. The important thing I think is to go to someone who is spiritually, emotionally mature enough to like hear what you have to say. Yeah. And and not, not add to the fire. Just, yeah, just don't add to the fire. Just be like, I need to vent. I need to get this out, you know, out of me. And and at the end, your intention is to resolve, right? Your intention yeah, is to bad. resolve it. But sometimes that energy just needs to go somewhere. Like, because yeah. we're yeah. human, we do get frustrated sometimes, and, and right? So I don't know what our feelings are. Yeah. Feeling your feelings. That's what yeah. to me is feel like, like you feel your feelings, you do it right out loud and you feel it all the way. And if you need to do it loudly, that's okay. Too. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But, but like once it's out, where do we go from there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. That's that, that's Cause that's part of progression. Mm-hmm. Whereas complaining right. is stagnant in negativity yeah. oh, that's as so opposed, good. as opposed to like, like getting it all out, feeling your feelings, like, doing it how you do it that is progressing forward yeah as a as opposed to like here I am sitting in poo <laughs> sorry <laughs> now I tell you but it's warm and you're familiar with it even though there it is and you're comfortable <laughs> in your diaper and that's just how it is yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so I'm so glad that you um clarified that complaining and then venting venting with an intention to release and to move forward feel your feels um so you know the the if you feel offended or hurt or or hatred you just have to go i feel this and you acknowledge it and then you realize hang on if i'm feeling this then i'm holding them responsible i'm still holding on to them Mm. yeah if if they say sorry um if they change their ways then I will feel better. That's waiting for when, right? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, that's not their responsibility for my happiness. I'm responsible to love me and responsible for receiving love from the divine. And so, you know, we just set people free, right? And we recognize some of that is all fear and not love. And we know that here's the solution. So having said that, let's, let's move on to, you know, giving you solutions of what we have discovered, how we can own our agency better. Okay. So guys, we're talking to the spiritual, um, spiritually mature women here, people that want to love God, want to have faith. Okay. Um, You've got kids, perhaps you're a sister, you're a wife, you're a daughter, um, you know, and you want your relationships and your life to be better. You have influence over these people. And this is why we want to make these podcasts and videos because we really want, um, you know, this message to be carried forward, okay? So, Ashley, go ahead. Okay, so I'm actually speaking to husbands and sons too because <laughs> I, because honestly, like, I, I have so many friends that they're like, I'm sending this to my husband. And actually, I, I send them to my husband too. So I'm speaking to husbands and sons yeah. also yeah. because we, cause we all have feelings that need to be felt and things that need to be said. And I feel uh-huh. like, that it is beautiful and powerful. Like whenever we realize that um, there is this beautiful partnership, you know, between both. 
I agree. I agree. It's, it's relevant for everyone. But I think, you know, some of the, the uh, examples that we share, it probably relates to the women, but guys, it, You're correct. tweak it, tweak it, tweak it so that it kind yeah. of it fits your, fits your needs too. Okay. Um, all right. So the question is, how do we own our agency and how do we become more powerful? I know it's like a, you know, broad question and, you know, whatever you feel inspired to share, go ahead and share it. Maybe share from your experience. I would say, remember who you are, which we already touched that, but, and to, honestly, cause I used to live a very victim mentality, powerless, like no voice kind of life. And, um, I feel like that once, um, once it, to me, it's a remembrance, remembering who I am and then also trusting that and the confidence in it and, and really reconnecting with God, because I could tell you who I was and I knew all the correct answers, but it wasn't deep into my heart. And the things that, that made it deep into my heart was creating space and time to, to, um, to have that time with God and, um, like Debbie was saying with like kind of in her um, call the other day, like spending time with yourself, spending time with God for me in my journal, just writing, like, what is it? What do I even like? Who, who am I? Like, why would I even be able to be this powerful divine child of God? Like remembering who you are, like, like what is the quote that like meeting yourself and doing it on purpose? You know what I mean? That thing, because to me, that is, that is how, um, how I have stepped into myself as a daughter of God. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. It's perfect. Yep. Remembering who you are. That's how we start. Yep. And writing your journal, talking to yourself, reconnecting to God, reconnecting you to yourself again. Anything else, mm -hmm. ladies? For me, it's just getting to know myself, you know, um, that all is kind of what um, Ashley was kind of getting at, I think a little bit is, you know, when we kind of come to ourselves, we're getting to know ourselves and um, what it is that we truly desire. I think there's power in knowing what you want in life, what you expect from others um, reasonably, <laughs> you know, and um you know, not, not being so consumed or concerned with what's going on in other people's world and, and how, you know, they, the comparison thing has to go. I think, um, I don't know that that's something that I've struggled with is, you know, watching other people and like, kind of like the man on the boat, um, the cruise ship who was envious of all these other people and, you know, what they were getting to experience and, and on their adventure. Um, and, and just, uh, you know, just owning that I have the power to create my own life and create my own adventure mm -hmm. uh, and the relationships that are in my adventure. And one of my declarations is to, you know, to be able to um, weed through my relationships and find out which ones um allow me to be authentically me. Mm. And, you know, that gives me um, that support I need to rise to my potential. Mm. So anyway, that that's empowering to me. And that's really helped me with this group. Um, 
being able to see myself for who I really am, you know, and of course, you know, it's my savior, Jesus Christ, that really has opened up the windows to, to me to see what I can become and to free myself of all the baggage and, you know, the choices that I've made in my life or the things that have happened to me in my life and be able to set that free and free my soul. So that freeing my soul is very empowering. And that's a, something I have to work on every single day. Mm-hmm. So. so good. I love that. Yeah, there was something that you, well, a couple things that you said, Cheryl, that really sparked with me. I don't know. It's not so much an expectation. I think it's an anticipation, right? An mm-hmm. anticipation that people are going to show up the way that we hope that they will. So we let go of an expectation and we anticipate that, you know, the things that we desire are coming to us because the universe is rigged in our favor. And then we allow people just to be who they are, right? And love them anyway, because we're all really on a similar journey, you know, just at different levels and different hills and valleys and stuff. Um, The other thing is I was thinking about the man on the boat, the man on the cruise ship. And I was thinking, what would it have taken for him to know all the possibilities that were available to him? All it would have took was a question, like stepping out of his room and saying, hey, how are those people? How much does that cost? You know what I mean? Or like, how can I do that? All it would have took was a question and like a whole massive world of opportunities would have opened up to him. You know what I mean? So brilliant. Um, And then another thought I had was the other day I was, I was working with a friend and one thing that was really important for her is we had to clarify the voices that she was listening to and understand this energy of pull and push and the source because we have dark and light in our lives. And if we can understand the voice of darkness is always trying to limit you and push you down and make you feel small, then we can clarify that the light voice or energy is drawing you to become more to rise up to not to compare with anyone else but like just be more of yourself to experience more to grow more to learn more just that your capacity of love is increased so if we can really clarify those voices in our lives i think that helps us also see that see the power that really is available to us. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. You know, everything that we've said so far, you know, I think it's all of us are in, you know, agreeance with that. And um, I had all that down too, and it's just perfect because I had these points and then I'm like, oh, she said that, yay, she said that. And I was just, <laughs> this is one mind, one heart, you guys. I don't know if you can feel it when you're watching this video, but this is this is our community and we invite you to participate in it um, just as much as we are here. Um, but yeah, I love what Debbie said and kind of like Cheryl, allow yourself to desire, you know, 
So it's like, what do you desire? Like, that's a question. And sometimes you haven't allowed yourself to desire. And so when you don't desire, you don't have a question. You're not curious about what does that cost over there, right? How, how am I going to be able to do that? Um, so I think that's part of it as well to, you know, own your ages. Remember that you're a powerful divine being, child of God that's beloved, and that you can raise the bar and have a greater degree of joy in this life. Um, and you can um, be able to create. So I think that's that's a start of where how we can own our agency, right? Um, choose um, choosing is is great. We know what we can do, but we want to show you how how to do it as well. Okay, so we're going to give you examples of us choosing you know um and just our own experience but you can take this and um, run with it so i was talking to a lady she's like i know um, i had these parents that weren't ideal so i know what not to do but i i struggled all my life to know what to do right and so i feel like that's where we're going to go next um to tell you what it looks like give you examples okay so i'll start off first with a few things and then you guys can take your turn um so first of all let's choose to be decisive okay so you know we label ourselves as i'm not sure i don't make a good decision i don't just choose right now to be decisive and be your own authority you do not need permission by anybody you know and so you know um, when people are indecisive it's because you're afraid to make mistakes right? And so pretend, just pretend you made a mistake. You know, it's going to be fine. You can resolve it. Choose to believe that you can resolve any of the problems that, that come your way, right? That you will find solutions, that you will connect with God and you'll be able to, you know, create with God, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's a good start. Um, of course, make peace with your humanity because you're going to mess up and it's okay. Um, but just be decisive, be your own authority. And that's a great place to, to start as we, you know, show you some examples of how we've chosen. Um, so one, one more thing here, and I'll, I'll let you guys share your ideas too, is envision, envision how life can be. Envision a greater degree of joy. What does that look like? What does it feel like? Um, what are your daily activities that reflect a greater degree of joy? Um, envision you saying no and then anticipating people understanding you and not just being mad at you. Um, envision um, peace, envision your children, envision your husband, envision um, your friends, envision a community where everybody is one mind, one heart. So we get to choose what we envision. Okay. Guys, go ahead. So, so there, so you guys talked about cost and there, there is a cost and the cost is, is effort and an effort sometimes. So effort looks like focus for me mm -hmm. and minimizing distraction because like either Debbie or Cheryl was saying is that is you, you will hear these voices and it's not like, you know, like some crazy thing or whatever. It's just like the voices that say, Oh, you know, you're not smart. You're going to fail. You're dumb. What were you even thinking? Everybody hates you. You're going to hear that voice. And so it's important that you decide ahead of, ahead of time, like Jay was saying, be decisive who you are. 
Like I am successful. People love me because I love me because I'm a, because knowing you are as I am a precious child of God. And, and it's important to feel it like on all of your, as many senses as possible. You'd mean like feel it, like close your eyes and, and visualize it. And then feel it like in your heart, like how happy you'll be as you receive whatever it is like acceptance or love or um, an accomplishment. If you're like achieving something, you feel it and how you like feel it all the way to your heart. And then, um, and then like expect it. But the other word for expect is, is be faithful in that thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Be faithful. Like I believe it's going to happen because I believe in me because I know that God did not create me to fail. You know what I mean? That's why, we have a savior in the atonement is because we have all these like infinite do-overs because our father wants us to be successful because he is successful and he believes in us and we're his children. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, that has been really powerful. And also like you were saying about expectation, sometimes we, we do, we will shuffle through friends a little bit. Cause you'll have those friends that are like round of applause, good job. And then you'll have those friends that are like, must be nice or like waiting for you to screw up. And then you realize that those people that are, that those people actually aren't your friends because you know, the people that lift you up, those are the people, those are your friends. And, and it's okay to shuffle through them in the sense that let them go. Because if you release something, then you make space for something new and better. And so, and part of, and part of that is trusting in the Lord. And I feel like with that is that faith, that trust, that focus is, is where you become this, this new creature in Christ. And it really is, it's really transformative and like myself and, and all of my beautiful sisters here and everywhere else, like it really, they will all tell you how transformative it is. So good. Anyone else? I'm just trying to figure out how to say what I'm going to say, but um, Ashley made me think about um, sometimes it's not just friendships that we have to kind of um, manage in a new way. Um, let me say, you know, the the negativity can be in our families, which is even a harder thing, a harder thing to deal with, but, um, we can set those boundaries, um, of what we will allow in our lives and what we won't. And, um, you know, it, it can be painful, but as was said earlier on, we, we need to be able to vent those frustrations as well. Um, but be able to, um, see what it is within ourselves that we can do um, to continue to empower our lives, um, to be protected from negativity from people that we love um, and be able to continue to rise to our um, potential and privileges because I feel like um, Satan will use those closest to us to try and um, make us feel powerless and to take that and destroy all that he can. And um, I'm learning better how to be solid to, because now I have a declaration 
of who I am and what I want in life. And, um, and I, just because of the drama that might be happening within, you know, my sphere of influence or whatever, um, I still don't want to miss out on all of the beautiful things of this world. Um, and that's what these kind of things do to us is they, they get, they make us feel like we have this grand excuse to shut down and to um, be acted upon instead of being able to rise up above it and say, I'm powerful. I can do this, you know, and I'm going to have that joy. I'm going to experience um, all the good things. Um, And in that process, we learn that we are powerful, you know, and that um, with God, you know, he can, he can strengthen us and, um, he's our, um, he's our, uh, companion, you know, I don't, I, I know there's a better word, but he's a companion through this and we will get through it. And, um, you know, I, there's days when I'm thinking like, okay, I've got to be intentional in the morning and wake up and say, okay, no matter what happens today, everything's going to be great. It's going to be a good day. And when I do that, when I remember to do that and put myself, make myself an authority over my life, it happens every time. But when I just kind of like casually go through life and not be intentional, the drama happens. And so, um, at least it doesn't have to include me if I wake up and I say, you know, God be with me, you know? So anyway, that's my two cents there. Yeah, that's so powerful. I love it. And you're, I love that word. God is your companion. I think that's a powerful, powerful image to have God next to you. And, you know, like uh, um, Cheryl said, you can declare all of these things. It's sort of like your skills and your tools that you pull out when when satan tries to do a number on you you're like no you know i'm going to have a great day and it's it's you know when if you're familiar with affirmations or you know it's kind of like that declaration affirmation it's it's just a statement um, of a decision that you make because you know you have potential and you refuse to be distracted by you know some of these um dramas that come your way so, you know, when you keep choosing progression over comfort like that and faith over fear like that, you find that, hey, it's a lot easier than I expect. And even if you do baby steps, you know, like every single day, you have to remind yourself that's a baby step or whatever. It doesn't matter. You're moving ahead and you're owning your power a little bit more. I think of, I did a visual with um, the kids that I taught. I said, okay, here's a puzzle, a puzzle, right? And I just put the whole puzzle, all the pieces together, uh, pieces piling on top of each other on the table. And I said, this is a complete puzzle. It doesn't, it's not put together yet, but it's a complete puzzle. Just know it. But um, you're trying to, in our life, we're trying to put ourselves together and design ourselves, yeah? So that's our, our earthly experience here. But over the course of our life, sometimes we forget that we're, we're, we're doing this, we're creating this. And then we're like, you know, throwing this piece away and throwing that piece away. And when you try to put yourself together, you're missing pieces, you're missing power. And so you need to kind of find it and put it back together and take it back, take it back, take it back. 
and it takes effort. And if you've given away a lot of your power and you've only got a few pieces of you left, right, it takes a little bit longer. And it's okay. Everyone's in a different journey, um, but we're all doing the same things. We're all trying to take back our power. So don't be hard on yourself when you feel like, oh, you know, it's like, where do I start? And, you know, if you've had a lifetime of doing that, it's just going to take a little bit longer um, at times and sometimes it's faster, but be patient with yourself. One of the things that is really powerful that, um, you know, we've learned in our community is to be heart-led. Your heart will lead you to finding those pieces again, yeah? So you're going to say, that feels yucky, and then it's bing, 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 clue, that hang on, that hurt, that pain, that whatever, that is telling me that there's a piece there that I gave away, yeah? And I'm going to take that piece back, so... I'm holding her responsible. I'm not, I didn't hold her, this person responsible, but I'm holding this person responsible. My mother responsible for loving me and taking care of me. And now she couldn't and she didn't and, and now I'm hurt. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just going to liberate myself, liberate her, okay? Let go of holding on to her. And then you've, you've found yourself again. You found your peace again. Okay, so, um, you know, in our community, we teach people to be heart-led. To teach people to um, keep on your muscle testing and finding where it's uh, where the original person, you know, ancestry have given away their piece of their puzzle as well. And so we find pieces for everyone else. And so everyone is just become whole again. And, you know, that's, that's the beauty of our work. So it's not just you as you heal and own your power, your ancestors will heal and start owning their power as well. So it's pretty profound. Anything else you guys want to share there about what does it look like to own our power? Okay, so something you said reminded me of, um, I think it was Marianne Williamson. I think it was her or maybe it was Carol Tuttle. I don't know. But it was talking about how, um, so we will make mistakes. We just will. And so, but because we have a loving father in heaven, it's kind of like, like GPS. Like it's like, okay, well, you missed that turn, but here's the, here's the new direction. And it might take you a little bit longer to your destination, but you're still on your way to the destination. And so there's nothing too broke that can't be fixed. And sometimes I'll even say, well, Heavenly Father, I see that my child is like this because I did it. And can you just like cover her with so much grace? And he's always like, precious daughter, she was mine first. Of course, she's covered in grace. Mm -hmm. Of course she is. You know what I mean? Like, like you can't break anything. To me, that's, it's almost a little bit arrogant, like you have power over somebody else mm-hmm. and you just do not. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. and so it's like, of course, of course, this precious angel is covered in grace. Trust me with them to live, like to live their life. Trust me with them. I, I was confident enough with you to give you agency just as I was my other children. Mm-hmm. And so trust me with them, please, because you'll be happier. And so, yeah. yeah. Love it. So um, your heart will help you understand some of your health problems too. When you have the relationship problem, like Ashley said, with your children, when you have health problems, whatever it is, your heart will lead you to where you've given away your power and how you can uh, get it back. So for example, if you feel like life is not fair, how can they got it? That guy who's like, I'm eating beans, but they're lucky they get to eat buffet. So you say, whoa, whoa, pause. My heart's saying, it's not fair. I'm not equal. Well, guess what? It's very simple. Make a choice. 
I am equal. I choose to be equal to everyone else in the world. And, you know, because of that, this is what I'm going to do to show me that I believe that I'm equal. Okay. And sometimes it's generational stuff, the patterns that hold us back and say, no, 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 you're really not equal. You know, <clears throat> we'll find that and we'll resolve that. And that's okay. Um, but yeah, just remember, we can open our eyes and feel with our heart um, and then be able to make intentional choices. So we make all our, all our declarations. Yeah. And let's go to what, what um, Ashley was um, saying to what if you did mess up? You know, what if you've chosen wrong and it seemed like, you know, you didn't teach your kids right? What, what, what then? What do we do about it? To me, it's easier than you think. Because honestly, like I've been doing, um, like really walking back towards my savior, like with a passion for the last two years and doing what we're doing. And I, I at one point was afraid, like, okay, well, Am I going to leave these people behind? Am I going to separate myself from them? Is there going to be a division? And it kind of really brought to my eyes, like why they act the, the way they do. And it's because I taught them that I taught them with my limits and my fear that I used to have. And, um, but just like anything else, like if you're, I don't know if you're ever eating something delicious and then like a family member walks up and they're like, wow, that looks really good. And then they want their own spoon and then soon they've made their own plate. You know I mean, it's like, as you change, they really just come along with you. You just really have to just trust, trust that they're going to see the changes in you and they're going to want them and you won't help, but be able to share. And then it's really just like faith, just believe that they can change just like you can believe that you can change and, and encourage them as they encourage you, but be content on your path because that's what you have power over. And then they'll see that beautiful example. And so it's almost, it's, it's a lot of effort on your part for yourself, but almost effortless with them yes. because they're on their own path with, to God, with God. That's so true. I love that. So guys, we're all examples of, you know, mending uh, the wrongs that we've done. Um, you know, even in the past, if you look back and if you've done something that you feel like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have now, I know better, um, you didn't know better, right? And so you were this innocent child. So there's no point punishing yourself, um, criticizing yourself and withholding love for yourself. Okay, so that's one of the, the rules um, that I, uh, or the filters that I put upon myself to say, oh, no, no, no. We're not going to go there, Jay, because that's not helpful, right? So we're going to apply the atonement of Christ because it applies forward and backwards. So what that means is like what Ashley said, there's a lot of grace, right? Um, I think, Cheryl, you said it too. There's so much grace in the power of the atonement. Do I truly believe that the atonement covers this, that it's going to be compensated, all my pains, all my losses, all the idiocies and just, you know, problems, can the atonement fix all of that? And if you trust the process, you will see that it does. You know, God's got this. He's going to be there for my children. It's going to be, you know, effortless, um, you know, helping them. It's just effort on my part for me to own my power, right? So don't hurriedly rush uh, and rush into trying to fix people. Um, you know, I've had some moms like, I know what I need to do now, but I want to fix my kids too. It's like, no, no, just, just be patient, fix you first, 
right? And then your your children will come along like it's like they'll see this amazing feast that you're experiencing. You're happy, you're healthy, and they want to participate too. So just be the example, um, and that's the best gift you can give them, right? And then they will, you know, follow suit. The, the trust in the process is is for me. It's like this. It's like no matter how I mess up, the Lord will come somehow send people to have backups for backups for backups, right? So he's got me. He's got me. So obviously, if he's got me, he's got everyone else and he's got my children. I had to visualize in my mind how I could like surrender my children to God and let him be in control so that I don't butt in and you know interfere with that natural process, right? And all I need to do is just be the example of how to hear God and how to be obedient to God. And how we do that is connect to him with love. Okay. The love is the connecting power. And so if we allow God to love us and, you know, allow our hearts to be filled and then we can share that love for others. What we give to the world has substance. It has depth and it has meaning. And so every experience you've had on earth now has a meaning. And so your life, everything that you've experienced, you know, was for a purpose and that purpose is progression. And so you you can truly feel at peace. That's what we, we want to share with people. So guys, what if, you know, what are your experiences of like, hey, how do I fix this, that the stuff that I've done wrong, my family, spouse, the past? Well, so even, even if I know that, so I believe, and I, I actually know like in heaven, just as Jesus Christ chose his path with heavenly father, we too chose, um, chose the same path. And so sometimes, whereas I might would have felt really guilty about, well, you know, if my, if I would have been better than my children would have had a better life and all of that kind of thing. But and knowing that they chose exactly their paths, it means that they chose my mistakes also, and even chose me to make those mistakes so that they could have the pains, so they could have the other side, the, the happiness, so they could have the bitter and the sweet. Because that's me too. Like my parents did the best that they could, which, you know, I'm grateful for. But where they failed, I say, okay, well, thank you for. Thank you for being with me in that experience so that I could, I could experience the other side. I could, I could experience the bitter and the sweet. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that maybe it, it is your job right now to, to do that bitter because they already chose that and we already chose that. So you're so the bitter that you're providing, like it doesn't feel good um, as you're doing that and you feel sad and you feel all those things, but knowing that, that they already chose it. And so you, you can't mess them up. Mm-hmm. You just can't, you can't, you can't mess them up. Yeah. It was part of the process for them to progress. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's another gal podcast that I listened to and she says, she said something really profound that has stuck with me is if it already happened, it was supposed to happen. Yes. That doesn't mean that, you know, because it happened, we still continue in that path. When we, like you said, when we know better, well, my, I think it's Maya Angelos. When we know better, we do better. Um, but because it happened in the past, we can't, we, we can't go back and like literally physically change what has happened. 
but we can grow from it and change, you know, fail forward, like change moving forward. Um, but Cheryl, everything that she said just resonates so tenderly with me. And I think what happens is we adopt and this idea of being powerful beings, we're able to be kind of have this observer um, mentality and we can see our family and the things that are happening around us. And instead of like, like being in the mess and so downtrodden and depressed and, you know, feeling responsible for all of it, we can actually feel love and compassion and more what I consider like a godly sorrow. You know what I mean? Like we can see the pain and the trouble that they're going through. And if we are truly in tune with God, we will know when to step in and when not to. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, that is probably the biggest sign of progression for me is, am I hearing the voice of God and am I following it? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's a, a no, don't step in. And sometimes it's a yes, go be there, but be there in love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys, I've had people say, well, how come you guys hear God like so clearly like that? How do you know to be there and be there in love only, right? Um, we, we have tools, you guys, we have tools. So if you're watching this, we've got some juicy stuff that we want to share with you um, in our courses and stuff. And one of the things that we have is essential oils. We use essential oils a little bit different to a lot of people because when we say, okay, I feel this inspiration, but then we can muscle test the right oils for us. And then it can give us a greater insight and we can say, oh, this is saying this. Um, so this is saying be objective, be a spectator and ah, got it, got it. Okay, clues, 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 matchy, matchy. Now I got the sermon, right? So we get to have these really profound experiences and lots of clarity because we have all these tools and the skills to make it happen. Okay, so you guys, you're not going to miss out. We will teach you everything we know and embrace you, right? Uh, we, you know, it's like, how do I apply the atonement? We have skills to go back, you know, and do regression work. Um, you know, how do I trust the process? Well, we'll show you how there's this uh, skills and stuff that we can show you too. But one of the things um, that is powerful is just... Can we let go of trying to choose too soon um, the label um, and a conclusion for the situation that we have? Okay, so what I'm saying is when you're trying to do stuff and you're like, oh, it's, it's not working, must be bad, must be bad, and I'm bad, and everything's bad, right? So that's, that's like <laughs> premature labeling, right? And then so I failed. So like, hey, just step back, calm down. It's not, it's not um, what you see sometimes. So if we can just let God be the judge of it, let God tell you you're, you're heading the right direction, great, because there's more light and look at all the fruits, great. Um, or, hey, you know what, you, course correction now, but you, even if it's course correction, it's not like you're bad, it's bad, everything's failed, and then now everyone is, you know, horrible, right? And then we'll be villainized and all, all that. So that's one of the, the things that kind of messes up 
when we choose too prematurely to label something because we're trying to understand it, right? Um, but we label it negatively and villainize people, etc. All right. So, you know, when we feel that discomfort, we need more directives. Like, we, like I said earlier, we have oils. Okay, so we want to share with you two oils um, that you can start with if you have the doTERRA essential oils. We advocate for that brand. Um, the first one is fennel, fennel oil. Okay, so it happens to be the free oil of the month. How perfect is that? <laughs> you know, for uh, in the US, like we've got this topic planned a couple of weeks ago, and then here it yeah. is, fennel. And I'm like, the universe heard us. Um, okay, so fennel is the oil of responsibility. It's you being responsible for your agency and power. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually delicious too. Like yeah. you put that sucker on your tongue, turns out it's yummy. Yeah, it, so that's it, good too. Yeah. And it actually, it helps so much with digestion, but it's like, somebody was asking me like, what's the deal with the essential oils? And I said, honestly, you could do the training without the essential oils, but if you have to get to A to B, that's like walking, but whenever you have the oils, it's like getting in the car and driving there. Yeah. And so it just really just does speed the, the process. It really just does speed the process. It's a because, analogy. Yeah. Because like for me, like, because everything is energy. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, it helps to raise. And we talked about, you know, like a field of influence, that's just energy. And it really does helps to balance you out and it doesn't solve your problem at all. Yeah. But it, like I said, it's like gas in the tank, if you will, to speed your journey. Yeah. And um, geranium, which I'm just going to move on to that one. I actually, the very first time Jade and I had a session, I smelled and she's like, Oh, what do you think? And I was like, Oh, it's so good. I did not. I lied. And it's okay. It smelled good a little bit. It smelled good a little bit, but I was like, oh, I like it so much. I did not. And um, because it would be like good at the beginning and then like the, and so I, what I, so that's the, that's the self love one and self, or sorry, self trust one. And it's because I had done so much self betrayal, like lying about liking oil. Hello. And you know what I mean? And so, and so like as soon as I was able to clear that out, I was like, huh, turns out dream smells good. Same oil, same nose, but like different energy. You know what I mean? And so as you like clear the block, like she was saying, that's what we do. But you know, like as you clear that out, like, as you release that fear and all that negativity, it, it you literally change. You're different. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Perfect example yeah. there. Um, you know, I actually mentioned fennel with the digestive system. So like, you know, it, it is, it, the oils are like the gas in your car. You just get there faster. So, you know, owning your power and then the digestive system. Well, how does that link? Well, that means like when stuff happens to you, you can quickly digest information and then filter out what you don't need and then keep what you do. And it's just kind of like help you do it faster. Right. So when, when life happens and you're like, yeah, got it, got it. Oh, oh boundaries here, boundaries there. Uh, oh no, I'm going to take this one. And it's just really helps us along. Um, supportive scaffolding crutches, if you will, as you rebuild your new self. Um, so, you know, we, we have, did you know that fennel helps with blood clotting, you know, like as in mm. like releasing, um, you know, cleansing out the blood so that there's less blood clotting. Right. Uh, so, you know, that's why it's great for um, 
nursing mothers when you nurse um we want that flow the, the milk flow, oh, that flow. Mm -hmm. processing yeah. and flow. yeah it's processing it's flowing so helping blood flow um and so you know the blocks the blocks that we have because we we don't own our power well it clears those clots you know bing, and the blocks for the breastfeeding and the lactation bing so it's like power 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 flow 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 create create um so guys, you will really appreciate fennel. Um, we'll tell you how to use it, connect to our community. We'll talk all about it. But today, I think we just want to give you like some juicy information so you know that there's hope, there's, there's stuff that you can do, okay? And geranium, um, how do you guys use it? Um, I, I actually use it a lot still um, because you had mentioned something about boundaries before. Um, and I realized that I couldn't have boundaries um, if I didn't know who I was. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, unless you know, like, how can you put a fence around, like, you don't, like, you, a fence around the thing that you don't even know is your space mm -hmm. and, or, or who you are. And geranium with this, for me, is I didn't even, I didn't realize that I, I would self-sacrifice and I would hurt myself for others or sacrifice myself for others um, just because I didn't feel worthy of love. And so because of that, I would, I had to, that was a pattern. I had to stop and create boundaries. Like, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. And geranium was so powerful for me for that, because at first it even took me a really long time to muscle test because I didn't trust myself. Mm -hmm. And so, um, as soon as I was able to, um, like start remembering who I, who I am, um, and learn to trust myself as a divine daughter of God and, and stop hurting myself for others. Um, this oil was so good for me for that. Mm -hmm. I love that you talked about boundaries there. I mean, it's about, you know, the other oils about saying no, right. And setting up these walls, but you know, with geranium, it's about saying yes to self. If you've spent a lifetime being a pleaser and conforming to what everyone else wants you to be, needs you to be like a mama, like a martyr mama, right? Let go of you, sacrifice you. And then, you know, or just whatever it is that you've been trying to do and please make sure everyone's happy, husband's happy, kids are happy, mom's happy, dad's happy. Um, you, you just really don't know who you are. So you've never said yes to yourself. Yeah. And like, I had to kind of like explore, do I like this? And, you know, feel my heart. Yeah. My heart says, yes. Do I like that? I think I do. Uh, no, I don't actually. And now I don't. <laughs> right. Because now that I'm thinking about it and feeling it, I really don't. I said yes, because so-and-so likes it and it wasn't me. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be me. That's, that's the oil. It's okay to be me. Yeah. How, how have you guys used uranium? Yeah, I think for me, it reminded me or helped me understand like, it's okay for me to have challenges and experience heartaches and pains and things like that. Um, and it helped me have more power because I could use the, I could look back at those things and ask like, what, am, what was I supposed to learn from this? And how did it help me grow and look for the silver linings, you know, and understand that my heart is strong enough to break and mend again. Mm -hmm. For me, that was, that's, um, that was a big, 
thing. And I too did not like geranium at first. It made me want to throw up. But <laughs> did you say now, it? <laughs> yeah, now I like it. And I combine it with citrus oils a lot. It's a floral mm -hmm. and I combine I it with citrus a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway. for, for me, I, uh, I, I use it over my heart to remind me that, um, that I'm enough. That I'm not yes. to love myself unconditionally. Um, yeah, I think that's foundational in being able to have personal power is to love yourself and to recognize that you know enough, you're good enough. And um, sometimes I just Epsom salts and bathe in it, <laughs> especially on the hard days. <laughs> so this is one I still have to. I still go in and out of liking and not liking. So some days I love it, some days not so much, but um, I know that that's where I need to kind of do some investigating to find out what it is that is blocking me from feeling that I'm in. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that about essential oils. They give us clues, you know, yeah. as to like what's happening with us. And, and I have heard that where some days, one will smell really good and another day it won't. And it just shows like how, you know, we're energetic creatures and that we're dynamic creatures and that we have these amazing tools to kind of help show us um, and guide and direct us and uphold us and teach us um, as we're changing and growing, I just think it's so beautiful. It's like such a manifestation of God's love for us and his care yeah. for us that we have the essential oils who can, that can kind of guide us and clue us in yeah. to what's going on. So good. It's like tender mercy. It's like daily tender mercies. So yeah. good. And I'm so glad that Cheryl mentioned that it's good. Some days not good another day. So guys, yeah. Just so you know that, you know, it might not be you. It might be generational stuff that's coming to the surface and, mm -hmm. and it's time for you to kind of resolve stuff for them as well. So, you know, that's, that's fine. We, we don't need to beat ourselves up. We can say, okay, so what else did I do? What else should I do? And this is the beauty of our community and the, the skills that we have with the energy balance and with faith. Um, I had a lady, she was telling me too, she's like, you know what? I am not afraid to face the world, face the future, because I have skills that I can use to overcome whatever comes my way. And that is exactly this. So like Shara says, well, today it doesn't taste good and smell good. Well, I'm going to, you know, use my skills to figure out what it is and yay. And I'm confident in that skill, the connection to God. And, you know, some of these, um, you know, just tips of uh, how you can approach your health. So uh, it, we will help you practice that as a community. We will help you practice this. So, so don't worry. I will help you um, discover who you are and, and be okay with who you are and not more than okay, except that you're good enough and, um, and have a deeper love for yourself. And we'll just keep progressing. And we're, we will be different next year. When you listen to our podcast next year, we will be even more different, but you know, we, we're just on this journey together and it's, together that's the key you know and it's yeah. strength. it's strength you know I used to believe um or suppress myself 
um, because I love deep and meaningful conversations. I love being intense and passionate about stuff. And my husband used to tease me and he's like, if you were a superhero, you'd be super passionate and kill people with your passion. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I should shut up now. But then, yeah. and then I find my soul sisters that are like juicies. Let's talk about juicy stuff, right? Yay! And intense, yeah, yeah. You know, and passion and deep and meaningful. And I'm like, yay! So I think it's when I discovered this is me and this is what I really like, and it's okay to be me that I attract my friends and my community. So, guys, if you're watching this and you want to talk deep and meaningful and feelings and healing. This is the community for you. You're welcome to join us. We have retreats, some fun retreats. Ashley's organizing a retreat in Costa Rica. We have retreats, um, you know, in other places too. Beautiful. Just contact us and find out the details. And we have the Energy Balancing with Faith um, course online. We have books as well. If you do the course, um, you know, the top first 10 people will get um, the books for free. Okay, and that's, you know, going to help you start this journey to building that inner strength and you develop your power and recognize that you can own your agency more. And, uh, you know, and the reason why we do that is in the end, it brings us great joy. Okay, as we connect yes. with one another, have great power, it creates this great joy, the higher level of joy. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. And it's so fun. Like it really, it, like when we're all together, it's like we're crying, we're laughing and eating and playing. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah. So you'll enjoy crying too. Don't worry. It's like, it's like our favorite. It's like our favorite. We're snotty and we're like, I know. It's so. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, yeah, we giggle so at the end because we feel so much Seriously. better. Um, yeah. and it feels so good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's I don't... Spiritual, spiritual cleanse. Uh, exactly. I love what De Debbie said. We have this physical cleanse we do every quarter, but here's our spiritual cleanse. And, and when we get together, we embrace one another and really help each other through this spiritual cleanse. Um, so good. And... You know, I don't know anything else that is, you know, helps us this powerfully and this deeply. We we got we got the best gems, don't you think? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes, Jade. We all have the best gems. Yeah. So good. Precious gems. Yeah. That's it. So guys, um, this has been so great and we can go on and on, but we really should end here. Anything else you want to say to the people watching and listening? Do it. Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. We love you. Tons of love here. Come, come be with us. <laughs> awesome. So thank you so much, guys. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, podcast and uh, connect with us on social. We'll try to be out there and do as much as we can to support everybody. So thank you and come again. So talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Jade Balden Love, Light and Healing podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, share and comment. For more from Jade Balden, please visit jadebalden.com.